0: everybody, I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. A couple weeks ago, we published an episode where we talked about those things that we hate as we grow old. It's easy to do. We all have a long list of things that bug us. Sadly, near the top of the list are all the aches and pains that come with aging. However, we did manage to close the session with a few things we actually enjoy, even love about getting old. Before we get started, Richard has a bicycle-related codger moment for us. Richard?
1: Yeah, Gary. Well, this one's a little weird. I've had three bike accidents and a couple other near-bike accidents in the past few years, so you'd think it was a smart move to maybe take up some other activity, like lounging on the back patio or catching happy hour to favorite local watering hole. But no, I just couldn't help myself to use one of Gary's favorite excuse phrases. So in a codger moment, a few weeks ago, I tried out and then forked over considerable cash for a new e-bike. Pretty appalling, I know. But the result is pretty amazing and makes this codger moment forgetting utterly what trouble bikes have gotten me into a good one. I now bike almost every day, whizzing around town without a care in the world. I'm getting tons of fresh air, not overdoing the exertion, and best of all, don't feel like a codger, really, at all. I do feel like I'm 55 years old, and if that's the result of a codger moment, bring it on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. I'm happy for you. Guess what, guys? I also... Have an e-bike. Oh, hey. cool! <laughs> Patty and I bought e-bikes, and we bought them online, which is a whole other part of the story, right? <laughs> Sight unseen, but we love them. We're really having a lot of fun. That uh, mine goes like a little rocket, which is good news and bad news, you know, for an old codger. So maybe, just maybe, we should talk about e-bikes as a separate episode. Let's just do one on e-bikes. I'm in. Talk about the technology, how to buy one, how to ride one, how to not kill yourself on one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. That sounds like fun. Let's definitely do that in the next few weeks. Believe it or not, some of us think there are actually good things about getting old. Do you guys remember the positive things you mentioned in the earlier episode? Richard?
1: I was very taken with the idea of taking naps. Not a disguise oh. nap, but a real 20 to 30 minute nap.
0: Hmm. That's right. You're the nap
1: guy. I'm the nap guy.
0: Randy, what about you? Do you remember what you said last time? You want my honest answer? I do. I don't remember. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I didn't go back and listen, so I don't remember. So I'll just make one up. I love having a short memory because I don't have to remember things I
0: don't need to know. And you love not not caring about whether you've got a good memory. That's even better. That's even better. Well, I talked about senior discounts. And you know, what's not to like about a senior discount? Things you like, a good glass of wine at half price. What a deal. So I liked senior discounts. That's a good thing.
2: I think we all like senior discounts. How can you not like a senior discount?
0: Well, I think we all agree that senior discounts are a really good thing about getting old. Anyway, let's get started extending our list of things that make us glad we're getting old. Randy, what do you have for us?
2: I have a short list. I'm going to just pick one at random. I'm going to pick freedom from the weekend. We have all lived our adult lives chained to the idea that we get five work days and two fun days a week, right? Guess what? As you get older and you work less or don't work at all, you're no longer chained to that schedule, which means you can do something on Saturday night, on Tuesday night, you know what I mean? You just pick, it doesn't matter, what difference it make what day you do it. Your weekend can be Tuesday and Wednesday when it's not so crowded out there at the stores or at the theater, or whatever. I love the fact that I'm no longer chained to the weekend. It's no longer a Saturday-Sunday thing. I can do stuff whenever I want
0: to.
1: Mm-hmm. Every
0: day is a weekend when you're retired and old. It's a really good thing. <laughs> it is. It's great. Richard, what do you got for us?
1: Mine is a, is a double here. First, no work worries. Don't go to bed at night, tossing and turn, thinking, oh God, tomorrow's going to be a tough one, or oh, well, what do I have to do, or how many things? And that's related to this. I have a greatly shrunken to-do list. It's just not 15 items long anymore. As Randy said, you can kind of do what you want. And every day is a weekend. So the to-do list goes way down to two, three, four items, maybe an errand here or there, but not this incessant list of things that you have to check off because of work.
2: The to-do list starts looking completely different. Yeah. Your to-do list number one might be go for an e-bike ride. You know, that, <laughs> that's that's <great>. something <laughs> that's, that's great. something you're planning to do, so yeah. put it on the list, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, yeah. uh, great. My to-do list is actually quite long, but it's totally not work-related. It's list of projects around the house, in the yard. It goes on forever because I keep adding to it. I, that's one of the problems with a digital do list. You don't run out of paper. It goes on forever. <laughs> See, I told
1: you, Gary. But Gary, on your to-do list when you were working, when you were employed, did it have all those things to do around the house or were they not even on the list?
0: No, you learned to drop things off and you knew you had to make a living. You had to get that paycheck coming in every week. So you always did that first. You had an excuse for not doing the projects around the house. That's right. I'll have to admit, sometimes I abuse that excuse, knowing I really should do it. The grass will wait for one more weekend. That's okay. (laughs) One of the things that struck me about getting old, and it's along this work-related line we've been talking about, is freedom from this ambition or audacious hairy goals we used to have. I mean, I was never a super ambitious guy. I liked my work. I, I really enjoyed working. But I really didn't have this striving to climb up the corporate ladder. wasn't interesting to me. But I did want to work in startups. And when you work in startups, you have kind of thinking, well, gee, maybe someday I'll get rich. And you, you think about those things. It doesn't make you a horrible ambitious person that nobody wants to be around but it's part of your existence and it's gone now I mean I still have things to do things I like to do things I want to accomplish but it's not like the drive the ambition the audacity of I want to be a famous person I just want to be me now
2: yeah I had to give up on my dream of writing a best-selling novel by the
0: age of 30
2: as a matter of fact I gave that up 38 (laughs) years ago (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: it fell off my list. Get it out of the way early. <laughs> Makes your life easier. Randy, you got another one? Well, sure. I've
2: got an old codger one. Patty and I enjoy eating breakfast on the front porch. If that's not an old codger thing, I don't know what is. <laughs> when we is. bought our house, one of the things we liked about it, one of the many things, was the fact that there's a, f- a proper front porch. Mm-hmm. We can sit down. We've got a little table for two, a little sort of a bench seat that Baxter usually lies on, right? Baxter the Labradoodle. But we have gotten in the habit, the glorious habit of having coffee and breakfast on the front porch. And we just kind of watch the neighbors walk their dogs down the street and we wave and you know it's like we are officially the old folks <laughs> on the front porch. <laughs> that's and I perfect. gotta say that's a tradition I think more Americans should uh, re I mean, our grandparents did that. You know why? It's kind of fun.
1: A good friend of mine wrote a book in which he talked about the importance of front porches to community. Doing exactly what you do, sitting out there waving to, to neighborhood friends and maybe holding a conversation or two with them, in his view, really lent to the community that is more sorely lacking in America now than ever. I salute you for your senior codger habit. <laughs> Let me give you a couple of, mine are the whenevers. And one of them is exercising whenever. I don't have to look at my watch and say, oh, got to be a quick 35 minutes today because I got to get ready for work or whatever. I can exercise early. I can exercise late. It's cool enough. I go out in midday, whatever. That's one. And the other whenever is that I can read whenever I want. I'm not interrupted.
0: I can actually finish a book or an article. Interesting. We're all playing on this freedom, the the time. My good things about aging are sometimes aspirational. In other words, I know that I have the time, the freedom. I'm older. I don't always do it. Sometimes I get a little wound up. I get a little tense and I feel like I've got too many things going. But then you have to step back and take a breath and say, no, no, no. Life is actually pretty good as a senior. One of the things I like is you get to take the time to play. There's really nothing pressing. Quoting George Bernard Shaw, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing.
1: (laughs) That's great. That's not bad. That's a
0: good one. That's a good quote. It is a good one, and I think it's really kind of meaningful. So I have to remind myself periodically, Gary, you can play all you want. Whatever you think is pressing really may not be. So that's the one I work on. Playing doesn't have to be a barrel of laughter. It doesn't have to always be fun. It's just like appreciating the little things, enjoying a nice day, a a special walk, a view when you go on a hike, and as I'd mentioned earlier, an afternoon glass of wine before dinner.
1: Gary, did you get that quote in a conversation with George Bernard Shaw?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's not quite a (laughs) peer, Richard. (laughs) I think he's dead.
2: Didn't you guys go to the same grammar school?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We were Boy Scout buddies, you know? Cub Scout buddies. Let's get get real here. Okay, Randy, give us another one. All
2: right. How about not caring about what other people think? Mm -hmm. When I think about getting older and what's different about me, I just don't care so much about the things I used to worry about. And one of those is... I don't care if people see me wearing raggedy old tennis shoes, mowing the lawn and crummy shirt when I run to the store real quick. I can do whatever I want to do. And it doesn't bother me anymore that people are people could be saying, <laughs> look at that old codger. He didn't even know how to get dressed. He's you know, such a slob. Frankly, you know, I don't do that very often, but when I do, I don't care what they think.
0: That's great. I love that one. That was actually one of my favorites because I used to suffer from the same thing. I wouldn't go to the store without showering and shaving in the morning. Got to get up, got to shower, got to shave. Now I can present myself to the world (laughs) as if anybody cared. (laughs) And guess what? They don't care now.
1: They they don't really care. But your
2: many fans... Flocking, you know, to your your doorstep, just waiting with their little cell phone cameras to get a picture of you. You're letting them down, Gary, if, you, if you're not fully quaffed,
0: The paparazzi is going to have to deal with it on their own. I'm who I am today, and I don't care what I look like. <laughs> <their self. laughs> hey,
2: folks, take my picture. Just Photoshop me to, to look better, younger, and better
0: dressed. So- Richard! I'll bet you got another one for us. I do.
1: Being old and retired gives me much more time with my wonderful partner, my life partner, Allison. I can remember not very far back, just four years ago, five years ago, when we'd really only see each other in the evenings when we were both beat up. We would go out because we were too tired to make food. And we would go out and just kind of collapse in the booth. It wasn't like, oh boy, we're going out. But now it's... Let's do this or let's do that. And we don't look at the clock. We don't know what day it is. So we're just there and spending time together. It's great.
0: We're going to be busted by our significant others because we didn't come up with that first. Here's your chance. (laughs) It's too late. You just can't say me too.
2: Richard, I totally agree with you. Everything you just said is the way I live my life. (laughs)
0: And B, you know me. You know what kind of guy I am. I can't say things like that. Okay, what have I got on the list here? Actually, one of the ones, and it comes back again to this kind of time-related freedom, is being able to live for the moment. And I know people who meditate for years. They want to be able to get in the moment. They want to be able to let everything go. I mean, that's classic meditation chanting. I'm not very woo-woo. In fact, most people that know me say Gary's not woo-woo at all. He doesn't belong in Santa Fe. But I do think there's something about stopping now and then and just being in the moment. Because we don't have so many demands on our time, we have to be someplace. We have to go to this meeting. Somebody's showing up here. We have plenty of times to be in the moment. Again, another aspirational thing for me. I can do it sometimes. I need to do it more.
2: Gary, you're becoming very Santa Fe.
0: I know. In in your old age, and I'm proud of you. Oh, my God. Who is this strange guy? Gary, I want to add to
1: this by saying we all had in our work life and in our family life, raising kids, whatever, days when we were exhausted. Well, now... If you're exhausted through maybe too much exercise or just a whole bunch of activities, you can
0: take a lazy day. You can take a nap. You can (laughs) (laughs) take another nap, Richard. I do. I do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take a nap. Read a book. Watch some TV. Whatever you do.
0: uh,
1: (laughs) It's
2: Okay. Richard, it's amazing that you get anything done these days because you sure
0: like those naps. (laughs) It's a good thing you don't have much to do.
1: Well, it's seven minutes to nap time for me. Oh, my God. Let's go. Let's go. We better talk fast. I better
0: get the guest bedroom made up. I didn't realize you you were coming over for a nap, too. Randy, you got another one?
2: Well, I've got an obvious one, but I have to bring this to the table. I've got two grandkids. And they're both in town. I get to see Mm. them whenever I want to. They're uh, two boys, eight and nine. And they are just such a delight. I, I really enjoy being a grandparent. And I really enjoy being a grandparent in the same town as my grandkids. Last Saturday, I took them to the community pool. And we had a grand time and they tried to beat me up in the pool and I (laughs) didn't let them. I fought back and it was (laughs) it's just good old fashioned fun and I'm really delighted to be able to to participate in that part of being older. Oh
1: boy. Richard, what do you got? I'm gonna go back to kind of a former session we did. There is enormous delight in being able to travel whenever and for as long as you want. As seniors We can go off-season. We're not raising kids anymore. It doesn't have to be a summer vacation. It can be a fall vacation, a spring vacation, a winter vacation. It can be any time you want. Because it's off-season, most places, you can experience them much more as they really are,
0: not as a tourist venue. I've got another one I was going to close with for my list. It's introducing a topic we haven't talked about on Camp Codger before. One of the good things about getting older is good sex. In a few weeks, we're gonna have as our guest, Pepper Schwartz, the very well-known sexologist who teaches at the University of Washington. And we're gonna open up the subject. Everybody says we should talk about it because it's part of being old. It's okay to talk about.
1: That's great, that's a great tickle. (laughs) <laughs> no, so oh, no. no, no, we're into the practices now <laughs>
2: Okay, let's uh, move it on Move it along there's, Wrap it up, fo- folks. Folks, there's <laughs> nothing here to see <laughs> Anybody have another one? Randy? I, I've got one that sounds big and important How's that? I like being the elder statesman of the family I am the oldest person on my <laughs> side of the family There is nobody older than me in my nuclear Schultz family. And that's weird, and it's wonderful at the same time. Mm -hmm. On Patty's side of the family, we have one elder, elder aunt. She's our respected elder, but she's the only one left in the family on either side. So I kind of claim the elder statesman paternal Mm -hmm. role. I'm kind of enjoying it. It's still kind of new. But doggone it, I'm wearing that mantle proudly.
0: You're the wise old man of the family, aren't you?
2: I am, whether I like it or not. And I, and truly, I like it.
0: And whether you're wise or not. <laughs> and and
2: <laughs> That's the hardest part, yeah. It's not but that, you can it, fake
0: it. It's, it's not really that easy.
2: hard being old. But being wise, you know, I'll fake it till I make it. (laughs) You fake it till
0: you make it. You kind of stroke your beard. You give it some thoughtful glances. You look up at the ceiling. And then you say a couple of words and everybody says, oh, my God, he's spoken.
1: No, they say, oh, my God, he's bloviating again. (laughs) (laughs) That's for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Randy, you really actually really tapped something there I enjoy my kids I have four kids And they're all now in their 30s And they're in their professions Whatever it might be And I love it when they occasionally call me for advice as an elder Mm
2: -hmm. What was it like
1: for you, Dad? What about office politics? What about this? What about that? Really love it
2: It's nice to be consulted on something Because you're older and wiser That's Mm. a nice feeling
0: when your children finally realize that your experience is actually meaningful,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that your experience brings value to the conversation and the advice you get, it's, it's kind of fun. It's, it's rewarding. It feels good when my son gives me a call and yes. just wants some advice. There really are a lot of good reasons to enjoy being in our golden years. Surprisingly so when you consider that the common perception is that old people are grumpy and always complaining about getting old. What about you folks out there listening to this conversation? Have you found positive things about getting old? Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week here at Camp Codger. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger in your favorite podcast app or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger at gmail.com post a comment at www.campcodger.com or leave a voicemail at 505-216-6171.